Thank you for this time, O oh God. Yes, Lord. We ask that you bless us Amen. through your word. Amen. Reveal yourself yes, Lord. through your word. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We thank you. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Yes. Tonight we are continuing. Today's um it's still talking about Jesus Christ. But I want to title the message an improbable probability. Yeah. Yeah. Because we are going to look at how one man can possibly fulfill all these scriptures. It cannot, it cannot be a coincidence. A statistical improbability is something that you can fake it. It is real. We are talking about Jesus Christ. Who is he? The Jesus we are serving. Is he the Messiah? Is he the right Jesus? Or we should look for another Jesus? Have we gotten it right? Or we are deceiving ourselves? I want you to, by the time we finish, your faith will be grounded more. So that you know that indeed we are serving God. Jesus is God. He is who he said he is. And don't joke with the message we preach about him. All we are trying to let you know is the fact that it's not a guesswork. We are not guessing here. We are not here guessing. We are not here trying to convince you enticing human wisdom. But actually, there is proof. There is facts and proofs that this Jesus we are preaching about, this Jesus we are preaching about his death and his resurrection, better take it serious. It's not a joke. It's about the salvation of your soul or the eternal damnation of your soul. So, you got to be very serious. Amen. Amen. Acts chapter 2 verse 36. Acts chapter 2 verse 36. Acts chapter 2 verse 36. Peter, I believe, was speaking here. Acts chapter 2 verse 36. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly. This is after Jesus had died and resurrected. 
And this is the message that the disciples were telling them. About him. He said, therefore, let all the house of Israel know assuredly that God uh-huh. had made that same Jesus. That same Jesus. That same Jesus. Whom ye have what? Crucified. Both Lord and Christ. So we are not talking about just some fictional person here. We are not talking about something that is a joke here. Please understand. We are talking about that Jesus who has fulfilled all scripture and God has made him Lord and Christ. You can't be a Christian and then you'll be saying no. And when you hear people say common sense and other things, your mind becomes confused. You have to know. He said, therefore, let all the house of Israel, this is what the preachers immediately after Jesus' death and resurrection, those who were alive, this is what they were saying. And it was based on research and also what they have seen with their two eyes. Yes, we that one man had fulfilled all the prophecies. Yes, we the prophecy that was said in from Genesis 3.15 about the seed of the woman being the Messiah. They, 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 they had studied it and after his death and resurrection, they said, ah, this, this, that's why I said, that same Jesus. Because there were other Jesuses. There were other people who were called the same name as Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. So that's why I'm saying that today our topic is a statistical improbability. Amen. It, 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 it is something that it just cannot be a coincidence. Hallelujah. Amen. So, I have given you scriptures, Genesis 3.15, which was talking about the Messiah, the seed. It was fulfilled in Matthew 1.20. I've given you Micah. I've given you Micah 5.2, which talks about you know, so it, we are, I'm going through the prophecies. One, the first prophecy that Jesus fulfilled it was in Genesis 3.15. The Messiah will be born of a woman. Number two, the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem. Micah 5 verse 2. This was prophesied even before Jesus was born. He fulfilled that. He was born in Bethlehem. Number three, the Messiah will be born of a virgin. And I explained that to you extensively on Sunday. Isaiah 7 verse 14. Isaiah 7 verse 14. And we see the fulfillment of this scripture in Matthew 1 verse 22 and 23 and Luke 1 26 downwards. So, this one to Jesus fulfilled. So we got three. Can it all be a coincidence? No. Number four. He said the Messiah would come from the line of Abraham. We can see that scripture in Genesis 
Genesis chapter 12 verse 3. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curse thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. In thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Mm -hmm. And today we have seen that it is through Jesus Christ. Not through the Jewish people but through Jesus. This is Jesus his death and his resurrection that is now brought salvation to all the families, meaning the Gentiles. That is why we are here and we, we are also enjoying of the, 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 the blessings of God. So, if somebody should tell you that, oh, Christianity is a white man's religion, he's got a little bit of psychological problem. Because it's through Abraham, not any white man. Abraham has seen it. It might be the white man that brought the message. But it's not his, he, it's not his religion. The white man, no white man died for us. Jesus was a seed of Abraham. Abraham was a Jew. Abraham a Jew. And we Gentiles. We are being blessed. The families of the earth are being blessed through Jesus. Because his message, the gospel that they preach about Jesus, we have also believed and that's why we have also joined. So, he said, in thee shall all the families of the earth be what? Be blessed. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1. Matthew chapter 1. Before that, let's go to Genesis 22 verse 18. Let's look at another prophecy there. Genesis 22 18. Genesis 22 18. Genesis 22 18. And this is also another prophecy being what? Fulfilled. So let's look at the fulfillment of the prophecy. All this thing was talking about you know, seed. It was not talking about plural. It was a seed. There was a particular person. The Jewish people have always believed right from Adam's time. That message has been passed down from generation to generation. So you remember that when the disciples, I think it was Peter. When they, when they found the Messiah, they oh. ran back to, to go and tell their brothers. Oh. They said, we have found the prophet. Oh. We have found the one that Moses was talking about. Oh. We have found the one that Moses was what? Talking about. So they have all, always known that that prophecy of God trying to redeem the world. And I've explained that so much to you. I'm not going into it today. The background information as to how sin came into the world and why God, has, God came and God decided to come and save us. I've gone through all that. Go back and listen to the message and you get it clear if you don't remember. But the Jewish people have already known. So he said he first finded his own brother Simon. And say, don't we have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ? He said, when they, when, when Jesus called them and they went to stay with Jesus, yes, they went back 
to tell their brothers they say, we have seen anybody but said, we have seen the Messiah meaning that the Jewish people were, they were ordinary Jewish people so all of them were anticipating the coming of the Messiah and they said we have found him we said so we are looking really is he, if he is a Messiah if this Jesus we are talking about he must fulfill all these prophecies now bear in mind that Genesis when it was written and when it was being prophesied Jesus wasn't born when Isaiah was prophesied he, he never sat down to have any conversation with the one who prophesied um, the prophecy in Genesis. Isaiah didn't have any conversation with Micah. All prophesied about the coming of the Messiah. And so that means that if the person that should call himself the Messiah must fulfill all the prophecies of all these prophets. So it's not just a matter of no, somebody getting up and saying, I'm the Messiah. No. Jesus actually fulfilled all the prophets. And I'm showing you one by one. There are over 300 of them. But I'm not going to be able to share all 300 with you. About 40 important ones. Over this, over this series. So, we, we, have, we have seen all these prophecies there. Amen. Amen. So, Matthew 1 verse 1. Let's go there. Matthew 1 verse 1. Matthew 1 verse 1. It says, The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of who? David. And the son of who? Abraham. Now, when you read your Bible, and you begin to read the names like this, you get bored. You think that it's not important. You think that, oh, why, what is all these things? But there's not, no, nothing like, the, you know, this part of the Bible is not important. You don't know. But every part of the Bible is important. So when you start reading this like this, they start telling you the generation of Jesus. Jesus' history. It's a very important detail that you must mark in your Bible. Don't think that, oh, what is all this? So you skip and you go to where it is telling you stories. No, it's a very important detail. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. So the, the Holy Ghost is letting you know As the Bible says that the Messiah will be of the line of Abraham. Because we have read that it said, indeed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. So now we are that Jesus Christ actually came. If, if you trace Jesus' history, Jesus' um, history, you will see that he actually comes from the line of David and the line of Abraham. So here again, you see that he, 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 that, that prophecy he fulfills. So definitely, he is fulfilling a statistical probability. Hallelujah. Amen. Romans chapter 9 verse 5. 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 Uh -huh. 
whose are the fathers and of whom as concerning the flesh Christ came who is over all God blessed forever amen here he's saying whose are the fathers and of whom are as concerning the flesh Christ came we so go to verse 4 and come to verse 5 and verse 6 so he said who are Israelites to whom pertained the adoption eh who are Israelites to whom pertained the ad- pertained the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises whose are the fathers of whom concerning the flesh Christ came so he's telling you that Christ came in the flesh through the line of Abraham because Israel 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 came out of Abraham if Abraham must say Israel came out of Abraham. Abraham, Abraham then Isaac. Abraham, Isaac. Then Jacob. Jacob. Jacob was the one that was uh, later on changed his name to what? Israel. And Israel. Israel now became the nation. No, they became a nation. Israel, After going 430 years in captivity in Egypt, they came back and they formed a nation. So he's saying, telling you that of the flesh, of the flesh. Jesus came through the line of Abraham to fulfill the prophecies that have been said in Genesis. Genesis. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Are you listening? Yes. Now, another prophecy that was also there was that the Messiah would be a descendant of Isaac. A descendant of Isaac. Genesis 17 verse 19. Genesis 17, verse 19. So all this, Jesus fulfilled all Genesis 17, verse 19. Let's look at it. Genesis, Genesis 17, verse 19. And God said, Sarah, thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, uh-huh. and thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him uh-huh. for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed. And with his, with his what? Seed. After him, which he didn't say seeds, but with his seed. And Isaac had two sons. Isaac, no, mommy, no. So it wasn't referring, he could have said seeds. But he said seed. He was referring to the prophecy about the Messiah, that seed that will bruise so, the head of the serpent. And Jesus fulfilled that. Look, 3 verse 34. Let's look at it there. Luke 3 verse 34. Which was the son of Jacob? Which was the son of Isaac? Uh-huh. Which was the son of Abraham? Uh-huh. Which was the son of Sarah? So here he's talking about Jesus' generation. If you go up there, you see that it's, it, it starts talking. Mm-hmm. And it, it keeps on going down, right down to you. So he fulfilled that prophecy as well. Now, we know also that the Messiah would come from the tribe of Judah. Genesis 49, verse 10. Genesis 49, verse 10. That is why Jesus is often referred to as the lion of the tribe of Judah. But it was a prophecy that was prophesied in Genesis. Thousands of years before Jesus was born. He said, The scepter shall not depart from Judah. 
nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Shelah comes and until the gathering of his people, the scepter shall not depart from Judah. The scepter shall not de- depart from Judah. Luke, 30, Luke 3 verse 33, let's see the fulfillment of this prophecy. It's important for you to know all this. It cannot be a coincidence that one person can fulfill all this. It, it, can't it just cannot be a Jesus could not have arranged for himself to be born into uh, arranged for himself to be born into the tribe of Judah. Unless it is divine. He could not have arranged that. It could not be a coincidence. He said, which was the son of Abinadab? Which was the son of Ram? Which was the son of Eshon? Which was the son of... So, go up a bit and let us see. He's talking about Judah. Judah. He said, Judah is a lion's whelp. And from the prey, my son, thou art gone up, he stooped low, and as the old lion who shall rise up against him, uh-huh. Continue. Verse 10. The scepter shall not depart from Judah. I said Luke 3 verse 33. Luke 3 verse 33. Luke 3 verse 33. Which was the son of what? Jesse. Which was the son of Obed. Which was the son of what? Boaz. Which was the son of Salmon. Which was the son of what? Nassau. Now all these were people, these people were 33 which was the son of Abinadab uh, Abinadab which was the son so it goes down and it says he's the son of what Judah you know, see Judah Abba. the son of what Judah so we see a fulfillment of scripture amen. amen amen praise him Jesus is alive Hebrews 7 verse 14 there's that one Hebrews 7 verse 14. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 14. Uh-huh. For it is evident that our Lord sprang out of Judah. Now this one is making very clear. It is evident that our Lord sprang out of what? Judah. Judah of, of which tribe Moses spake nothing concerning what? Priesthood. So the Moses spake of priesthood concerning the tribe of the Levite. Moses cast of the Levites. That Moses said the priesthood will come. But the Messiah will come from the tribe of Judah. And Jesus fulfilled it. So Jesus wasn't born um, of the tribe of Levi. Of Judah. Amen. Amen. We see also scripture that says. The Messiah, his Messiah's throne, Messiah will be heir to King David's throne. Messiah will be heir to King David's throne. Isaiah prophesied that. Isaiah 9 verse 7. Isaiah 9 verse 7. Isaiah 9 verse 7. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Uh Upon the throne of David, and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice. Yeah. So he is talking about the Messiah that he will come through 
David. So before David say, but his kingship will not be like I'm going to be king of Israel. And if you remember, the people of Israel expected a Messiah that was going to come and save them from the oppression of the Roman soldiers. But that is not Jesus's one. He said, upon his kingdom, upon his kingdom to order it and to establish with judgment and justice from hence of even forever and ever. Jesus's kingdom is forever and ever. It was us. Um, people were thinking yes, so he so he said, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this and indeed the zeal of the Lord performed so Jesus you know fulfilled that prophecy amen amen are you here yes when Isaiah was prophesying these things man Isaiah it was almost 700 plus years before Jesus after, after Jesus was born. Um, so it's amazing. It, it just cannot be a coincidence. Amen. Amen. It just cannot be what? A coincidence. So I'm just taking my time to show you all this. It's important. Let's see the fulfillment of this. Romans 1 verse 3. Romans 1 verse 3. Romans 1 verse 3. Uh-huh. Concerning his son, Jesus Christ our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to according the flesh. According to the flesh. Jesus was made the seed of David, no, just David like Isaiah. Seen... See, Isaiah prophesied. Isaiah saw this 700 plus Isaiah years wounded. before the thing happened. And he prophesied. No, and he was saying that he will come of the seed or you come to the throne of David. And he, will, he said of his kingdom so it should be, never end. Be David God showed him mighty revelation. hundred years before that thing happened. And then we see it in Romans. It has, it has been for Jesus fulfilled concerning his son Jesus Christ which was made the seed of David according to the flesh. Remember I was telling you that I was telling you that from the Genesis, when we read it, God had already ordained that it was through the, the, the person that had to come to save mankind yeah, from his sins had to legally come through the womb of a woman. He had to legally come. So that's why it's saying that through the flesh, the word of God, when he became flesh, he chose to come through David. David of all the human beings in the world, he chose to yes, come to David because of a covenant of David's ancestor yes, called Abraham. Abraham. I want to advise you. It's important what you do now. How you serve God now. You can set a foundation for your children's 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 children. Many of us, the troubles we are going through is because of of what our forefathers they, they don't have anything there's no covenant there's nothing god is a covenant keeping god we sing, we, sing, we sing songs about that but we don't understand the importance of it and in your generation instead of you know somebody can clean toilets eh? church toilets or sweep church building sweep it 
in a way that it becomes a covenant between them and God. They will do it for all the days of their life and do it very well. And it, 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 it becomes a form of a memorial and a covenant that God will look upon even to bless it. That, maybe that person, he might never even be rich. But his children's children, they will begin to experience some blessings they don't know. That it was because of. One day I was listening to a, a documentary about Prophet T.B. Joshua. And he was saying something about how his mother used to sweep in the church. Anytime he said his mother, anytime his mother is sweeping, the mother would be singing and saying, I'm sweeping blessings, I'm doing this, God help me. And God should bless him and bless his children and bless his children. And today, God, God has answered, the, man, the woman herself was never rich. But look at what God has, God has answered that prayer. He, himself, he used to follow his mother to go and sweep the church. And today, God has, he said, all the prayers the mother used to to, to pray. Answer. So in your time, in this your 70 years or 80 years or 92 years that God has given to you, what are you doing to establish something that will, will cause you know, a, a platform of blessing to start coming from your own bloodline. It was because of Abraham. Abraham Remember, Abraham was somebody that lived among idol worshippers. Abraham's father was an idol worshipper. His grandfather was an idol worshipper. Abraham's father, I, I believe, was called Naho. And God said to Abraham, come out from amongst them. His father tried it. He couldn't. Went to me. He died on the way to Canaan. But Abraham was able to come out from amongst them. Abraham to me, God said to Abraham, come out from amongst them and go to a place I'm going to show you. And the Bible says that Abraham believed in God and he followed God. You know, he, 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 he was used to being raised among idol worshippers. But I'm sure he himself wasn't worshipping idols. So God said, come out from amongst them. And then from Abraham's time, he walked with God. Abraham walked with God. Abraham walked with God. To the point when, when God asked him for his son, Isaac, he didn't hesitate. Then when he did what God asked him to do, God said, now I know. Now I know that you love and fear me. And because of that, a covenant was established. An everlasting covenant. That when that to the point where when God decided to become a man and become to become flesh, he didn't choose any family. Abraham's family. This is Abraham, dear no. Abraham's family. Abraham What? Your parents did. It's a foundation. What you are doing now. It's a foundation. That God can look upon. I was one time in a prophetic meeting. With one of my, my fathers in the UK. And he's a prophet and he's a, you know, a prophet and a seer. He's been here before you know him. Apostle Enim. One day, Debbie, 
I went to visit him. And after he had finished preaching, the Spirit of the Lord was upon him. calling people, he called them And not knowing there was a vice president of a certain country in the congregation. Vice president, he was coming for something in UK and to a friend, friend, friend. Oh, baby, if you down for Muna, or buy to come and hide in a bedroom. And he picked him up. Oh, ye, if you. And when he started prophesying, the way the man at, was standing and appearing, she never believed that he was a president. No security, nothing. No secret or no quan or buy. And then a the guy confirmed that he's. Okay, I said, I am pa. That yes, he's a he's a he's the vice president of a certain country. Vice president. And he said, yes, and he started mentioning and started and then even there was a plot to kill him. No, and he started telling him. He and the guy said, Yes, yes, so I am okay. okay. You're a big man, so I won't say the rest. You you come. I'll I'll to to you you the office. Office. But the reason why you have become president, let me show you. And he started mentioning some things from 200 years ago. Things that went on and some good that did and it came right down to 50 years. He started mentioning some grandmothers, some grandfathers and asked him, if you don't know, go and ask. But some of the names the guy knew said, yes, it's true. He said, because of that thing that those people did, that good that they did, has become a platform. That is why God has decided to honor the family by making the cho- their children, grand-grandchildren presidents. That's why you were vice president. Yes. So what you do is important. You keep on serving God the way you are serving. You see how your father used to serve. You see how your grandfather used to serve. Nothing has come out of it. Nothing. Me, I'm serving God so that we get to the point where if I'm dead, then God. God can say that because of what you have done, I must see to your children and bless them. Let uh, you keep on praying. It's it's not a, it's not a, it's not a mystery. It's not a joke. You keep on praying. I want my children to be MPs. I want my children to be this. What have you? What? Platform is there for those children to go and become. And you have been praying. Have you seen it happen? Yeah, but there are other people too. It's not what they did, though. It's a foundation that has been laid down. That has made them easy. That is, some, that is why, even in Ghana, if you mention some names, it carries weight. You mention a certain name, so no, this name. And you see the people in that family that they are all achievers. I pray for you. Yes, Lord. That God will see the service that you are putting in. Amen. That He will enter in some covenant with you. Amen. For your you and your children's children. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is why God chose Abraham. Abraham. Abraham's seed. Abraham to honor. The family of Abraham. So they said, I'll honor you. The Messiah will come from your family. Great people will come from your family. Amen. I said, Great people will come from your family. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. So we see that there. How the Bible said, 
The Messiah will come from Abraham. Abraham. He will come from David. David And all these things have been fulfilled. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Praise him. Jesus is alive. Are you here or you've gone? Yeah. So the Messiah stone will be anointed and eternal. Psalm 45, verse 6 to 7. Psalm 45, verse 6 to 7. So, Psalm 45, verse 6 to 7. In your mind, David was prophesying about the Messiah. David, no, Shen, come up for Jesus wasn't born there. But a prophecy was down. So that whoever on. will come and walk among you see, the thing is that it's a mystery because God some, was going to become a man. The word was going to become flesh. And he would just be an ordinary man. Just like you and I. So if he decides to if anybody decides to call themselves a messiah, you cannot know unless. These prophecies, that is why God made sure all these prophecies were prophesied. So that whoever will one day get up and say, I am the Messiah. He cannot, we cannot just accept it. Unless the person fulfills all these prophecies. Micah has prophesied, Isaiah has prophesied, David has prophesied, and the Messiah, all of them, 300 over 300 prophecies. One person, he must take all of them. Even if one is absent. He cannot be the Messiah. Then we will say the rest was just a coincidence. But all of them, every single one of them, Jesus fulfilled it. Look at it. David was prophesying. Because David was a prophet. He said, Thy throne, O God, is forever and forever. The scepter of thy kingdom is a right scepter. Thou lovest righteousness and hate weakness. Therefore, the Lord thy God that anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. This is something, a prophecy that is really, it was really about the Messiah. We are really about the Messiah. He was anointed above his fellows. Yes, he was the scepter. No, and we, read, we have read the scepter, um, the verse about the scepter. talking about Judah. That the scepter will not depart from the house of our So, so, so David prophesied that. Daniel also prophesied Daniel also about the uh, in the throne and anointed uh, throne and how it was going to be an eternal one. Daniel two verse forty four, we see that prophecy there as well. Daniel two verse forty four, uh-huh. and in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom uh-huh. which shall never be destroyed, and the kingdom shall not be left to other people. But it shall break into, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. All right. So, let us look at Hebrews one verse eight to twelve. 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 Uh-huh. But unto the Son he said, "Thy throne, O God, is forever." You see, this is talking about Jesus here. So, here we are looking at the fulfillment. So, now, he said, unto the Son, he said, thy throne, O God, is forever. A scepter of righteousness is the scepter of thy kingdom. Hebrews 1, verse 8. Now, if you don't understand the scripture, start from the verse 1, you understand it very clearly. Hebrews 1, verse 1. He was talking about Jesus. Because just the verse there, maybe you don't understand. 
But you see, the same terminology was what David prophesied. The same terminology. Now, I want you to understand it so you understand it well. So let's start from verse 1. I said, God who at sundry times and in diverse manners spoke, spake. Can you give us a, some other version that is very simple? Spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophet. Has in this last day spoken to us by his what? His son. son whom he has what? Appointed, appointed heir of all things. Through whom also he made the worlds. Eh? There's so much to preach from this, but I don't want to go there. Whom being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had himself paid himself, he sat at the right hand of the majesty. So you see that he's talking about Jesus. Having become much better than the angels, as he has by an inheritance obtained a much what? Excellent name. A much excellent name. So he goes down and then he comes to the, the verse the, the verse um, 8 where we started reading the verse 8 to 12. So that is the verse 8 to 12 that you see that he's using the same terminology of the prophecy. Jesus actually fulfilled it. Are you seeing that there? Yes. Yeah. So can it be a coincidence? It's not a coincidence. Hosea also prophesied that the Messiah will spend a, a season in Egypt. He said the Messiah will what? Spend a season in Egypt. Hosea 11 verse 1. Hosea 11 verse 1. Hosea 11 verse 1. Uh-huh. When Israel was a child, I loved him. Uh-huh. And out of Egypt, I called my son. Out of Egypt, I did what? I called my son. So, this was a prophecy that was also said about whom the, mes- the Messiah. Let's see the fulfillment of the prophecy. Matthew 2, verse 14 and 15. Matthew 2, verse 14 and 15. Matthew 2, verse 14 and 15. Uh-huh. When he arose, when he arose, he took the young child and his mother by night that it might be fulfilled, which uh-huh. was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. That, listen to it there. We are talking about Jesus. This Jesus whom Peter said, this Jesus whom what? Yes, Crucified has become Christ and what? Oh. And that is what he's saying here. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the Lord through the prophet, saying, out of what? Egypt, I called what? That my so the Jewish people, eh? Did you phone home? They knew no that the person that will call himself the Messiah, he must fulfill all his prophecies. He must fulfill. You can't just get up and say I'm the Messiah. And other people tried it. There were false messiahs. Even in the days of Jesus, there was false People who claim to be the Messiah. Claim to be something that they were not. So you remember in the story and in, 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 in when Gamaliel, Gamaliel the Pharisee, that respected Pharisee when he was advising the um, the elders about the Christians who had started preaching the name of Jesus. He told them guys be careful what you are about to do. Because 
Then he said it not long ago. This guy so and so rose up and claimed to be something. Had so many followers. When he was killed, nothing came out of it. Then this one too. So Jesus wasn't the first person to to have rise up in Israel. To claim to be somebody. Other people had come before him. None of them fulfilled all these prophecies. Only so let's let's see this says I am indeed a Jew born in Tarus of Cis, of Cilicia but brought up in this no, city No 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 this is not scripture I'm looking for He's talking about Paul I'm talking about Gamaliel when he was advising the Jewish people This is Paul talking about himself So he said to them that they 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 there were other people, really. There were what? Other people. Who had risen up. I'm sorry. But nothing came out of them. But the skeptor so he said he will never leave Judah. He, he, Judah. he died, he resurrected. We are not sorry. He's in heaven now. But he's still reigning. So spreading to the ends of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise him. Jesus is alive. So this is yeah, this is the one. A Pharisee named Gamaliel, a teacher of the Lord, held in respect by all the people, and commanded them to put the apostles aside for a little while. And he said to them, "Men of Israel, take heed to yourselves what you intend to do regarding these men. For some time ago, Theodas rose up, claiming to be somebody." In other words, he was saying he was claiming to be the Messiah. A number of men, about 400, joined him. He was killed. And all who obeyed him were scattered and came to what? Nothing. Uh Uh-huh, continue. And and after this, so I told you there were more more people. After this, another guy called Judas of Galilee. We have Jesus of what? Galilee. And we have Judas of what? Galilee rose up in those days of the census and drew many people after him. He also what perished, Perish. and all who obeyed him were what dispersed. And he said, And now I say to you, keep away from this man, let them alone. For if this plan, if this plan or this work is of men, it will come to what? Nothing. Nothing. But if it is of God. You cannot overthrow it. And we know that the scepter cannot be overthrow. It will not depart. His kingdom will be an everlasting one. And 2,000 years after his death, his kingdom is marching forward. Not Judas of Galilee. Not Judas. But Jesus of Nazareth. Who, who was God in the flesh. His kingdom is still marching forward. So he's still marching forward. And this advice, it stands today. It stands today. If it is of God, it will stand. If it's not of God, it will not stand. If it's of God, you said you cannot overthrow it. And you will find yourself fighting against God. This is why. I keep on telling people false prophets is nothing new. It's not we are not the first generation to encounter false prophets.
This thing that we are saying, we are going to do expose. You are going to do this. You are going to do that. Some of you like listening to this nonsense. People call themselves common sense. What they are doing? eh? They are destroying people's faith. Especially people you haven't done deep studies like what I'm showing you. You just get confused easily. You get confused easily. And that's why Jesus himself said to them when he was alive. So his disciples came to complain to him. And he said, Master, some people are casting out devils in your name. What did Jesus tell them? Leave them alone. If they are not scattering, then they are gathering for us. So leave them alone. And then he told them a parable. And he said that a certain man sowed some seeds and went his way. And said, whilst he slept, the enemy came to sow his own tears in it. When they came and they saw that, he said, they asked, he said, who has done this? And he said, an enemy has done this. Then the next question was, do you want us to go and take away the, 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 the seeds, the, the tares that the enemy has sown among the seeds? And he said, what? Don't do it. Don't do it. Because if you do, in the this is, it is exactly there as I'm saying. He said, if you do, in, in you trying to pull out the, 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 the tares, you also put out, pull out the good um, things. Where are my scriptures? You put out the good things. Hmm? So, this is why I always advise you. Let me, my duty is to teach you the truth. When you, when you know the truth, nobody can deceive you. The truth will set you free. The truth will what? Set you free. Know the truth. Because sometimes, eh, some of the things, if you try to use your mind to try to judge someone that is doing this and is doing that, is that, because so it's not from God, you can make a great mistake. Because the truth is that it is the same time, it was the same in the days of Jesus. When Jesus came, the things that Jesus was doing, it wasn't that the far, look at Gamaliel and all those, they were just. Long bearded people who go and read scriptures. No miracles was happening. No healing was happening. Now a man comes. He can spit on the ground. Mix it. Put it on somebody's eyes. And the person's eyes open. I'm sure that they will say, No, this is magic. This is not tradition. This is not what we know as. Christianity or the worship of God. That is why that's why they accuse Jesus that he said they said he's a devil. The pastors, it wasn't other, it wasn't ordinary people. The pastors and the high priests, the, the, the right reverence, doctors, bishops, um, charismatic elders, council of whatever, Pentecostal, whatever. They were the ones that were saying. God was see, a devil. God was in our midst, but they didn't know. Because they were used to a way of doing things. So, it got to a point where, it got to a point where, 
Jesus was preaching. He said, they were, the people were amazed. They said, with such authority. And he said, what doctrine is this? Like today, many people have become Pharisees. Many Christians have turned into Pharisees. Because when they see some of the things that is going on in some of the churches, he said, what doctrine is this? What doctrine is this? And it is, it is like, it's, oh, it's uh, this one here is from the devil. Please be careful. If God hasn't told you anything about anybody, shut your mouth. What you know to be the truth, stay with it. Do what? Stay with it. But if you don't understand somebody and how he does his thing, and you go and condemn, and it, it is true that the person is actually from God, but just as the Pharisees and the pastors of the day, Jesus' day, Mr. understood him, you too, you are misunderstanding the person. You are fighting against the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says that if somebody is is using the Holy Spirit to do something. The Holy Ghost is the one that is using the person. And you talk about it. He said there's no forgiveness for you. So you better shut your mouth. If you don't understand it, keep quiet. Steady. Pray for more insight. After all, the owner of the vineyard said, leave it, let it all what? If you are of God, nobody, I'm saying nobody can what? Deceive you. You get to know God for yourself. If you know somebody, eh, let me say your mother or your father, you know them very well. Can somebody deceive you about your father or your mother? You, you know them. You cannot come and deceive me. I, I, my I, know, I know her very well. Can you come and say anything about my mother? That I don't know. That, that even if it's something that I don't know, yeah, I will still not be convinced to say that I, I know she's not my mother. Why you can't convince me otherwise. Are you seeing that day? Yes. So get to know God for yourself. Where? Study. It is good for a church to study, but you see, we are in a generation where people don't want to study. Look at what we are learning here. These are people studying, coming to study. They want their prayers, they want their falling down, they want their shouting, they want their miracles. That is what they want. It's all good. But it is shallow. It is shallow Christianity. Which you can be tossed about by every wind of doctrine. And I've told you, this is our amount of discipleship and what? Jesus said, go and make disciples. So if a church doesn't make disciples, the church is failing. This is why we are teaching. Disciples are people who go deeper, who study, who, who understand things in a higher dimension. Amen? Amen. So let us go back to that scripture about the parable. Let me let me let's read that bit and then we will continue. Matthew chapter twelve verse twenty four. Now this one, the parable, the parable that Jesus said. Matthew thirteen twenty four. Uh -huh. Another parable. Listen carefully. Uh -huh. He put forth to them, saying, "The kingdom of heaven." It's like a man who he, sold. He says the kingdom. It's like a man who what? Who sold, sold good seeds. seeds in his field. 
So they are good pastors. So. As of Never ever think that all pastors are. It is. It is a. It's a deception of the devil. That has made people. Now when you say pastor. Some years ago that word pastor carried some reverence. It carried some respect. Today when you say pastor. Satan has managed to brainwash. Because we don't want to study and show ourselves. So when you say pastor. It, it, there's, there's, it's like we are all, all of us are crooks. We are all after people's money. Brother, do you have that you can give That can solve my financial problems. In general, church members, church members, that you can give to the man of God that can change his life. people have the ability. But to be sure, no, 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 so to one, no, no, one city crony be bound to say software by Jimmy Sikay. Instead of obeying your dream, Papa, no, when instead of getting some faith and getting the word of God in you to practice the word of God to pull you out of your poverty, you get your mind brainwashed with nonsense. Amen? Amen. So they are good pastors. So for Papa, oh. Let anybody deceive you. The pastors in salvation are all correct pastors. Yeah. They are good pastors. And he says, so there, he said, and when a man did, he, he, he said, but while men what? Slept. His enemy came and sowed tears among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had what? Sprouted and produced a crop, then the tears also what? Appeared. So the servants of the owner came and said, so who are the servants? The servants are we the Christians, the pastors. And he said, sir, didn't you sow good seed? It's like, you know, there are some people who have taken upon themselves to be um, religious policemen. And it's not a gift of the spirit to be a religious policeman. Who called you? Who called you to be a religious policeman? Have you done your evangelism and your soul winning? Have you concentrated on what you have been asked to do? Why are Any foolishness now will concentrate you on. Foolishness that you're concentrating on. Our lifespan, time are your one is short. So that we don't even have time to go and spend to be fighting. Let it look like we are, the, the church has lost power because it's like we are fighting among ourselves. Do you know that Muslims? It's not one. We don't only have one sect in Islam. There are different sects. People from Guahuro. But you hardly find the most. You think that they are one. Which is only about who? Many of you even think that they are one. But they are different. We have the Shires, we have the Ahmadiyas, different, different sides. But you never see the Muslim fighting openly against each other. But look at these Christians. Fighting, fighting. The thing that the master said we should go and do, his dead wish, his most important wish, make disciples, go into all the nations, get them to give their lives to me, and then after that, disciple them, and prepare them for my second coming. We stop that. We've turned ourselves into policemen, policing each other. Hey, he's using water. Hey, he's using this. Hey. Who made you a spiritual policeman? Of course, the enemy has shown bad ones amongst us. But Jesus gave us a way. He said, by their foot, you know them. So it's not like he has left his head so that they can continue doing nonsense. He said, by their foot, you know them. So study to know the, the study. If you study and you know, you see their fruit. 
the Holy Ghost being in you as well will bear witness that challenge move as you move yourself because what do you now call wrong place? You step foot at the wrong place. Yes, the Holy Ghost will witness to you as well. And, and the scripture, you know, you, you verify everything by scripture. Trust them the big Are you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. So nobody has called anybody to be a spiritual policeman. policeman. Before I before the Lord showed me this revelation, I, I used to be a spiritual policeman. I used to be a spiritual policeman. A very powerful one. Yeah. A spiritual policeman. Yeah. Then when, when the Lord asked me, have you the souls that I say you want, are you concentrating on it? How many have you won? That who made you who made you another servant's what? Uh, another man's um, servant and what, how, did, how does he put it? Who made you um, another man's servant's judge? When you will be a core before. Who made you? Why? You are not to judge our uh, uh, anybody. This Only God is the judge. So I can tell you, eh, one thing that shocked me recently is this lady. I think I saw it on the news or someplace. Um, you know this lady, um, lady Okonfua Grada. Okonfua Grada. That is all all over in the news. Our news news. And people were chastising um, Prophet Usu um, Bempada. Why is it that this man allowed this woman to go there? To come there. And people were talking and saying that he's not of God and all sorts of things. You know, we have turned ourselves all sorts of things. Well, to my greatest surprise, this woman, the, some video that they were showing on, 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 the, on the channel. Yes, this woman playing gospel music in her house. Busy playing gospel music. Dancing and calling the name of Jesus. And telling people that if you know what is following me. And was telling people there, people that was give a this was the same woman. You see, you can judge her by her outward appearance. I don't know what is going on in her heart. Only God knows. Only God what? Knows. You don't know. On the outward but she was busy there singing and calling on the name of Jesus. And was telling that he was even saying to no, give your life to Jesus Christ. He was saying that when you and I was shocked and I was surprised. And yet she says it's all comfort. She said she's a chief priest. So this is why leave the judgment. Who name you will be a You don't know what is going on. You don't know what is saying with God at night. The outward appearance. Now I then look at how we judge them. And you make him say so. The master said, "Randy say, you found the scripture. I said, who are you to judge another another servant? To his own master, he what? He stands or he falls." And indeed, he will, he will be made to stand for God is able to make him stand. So every true man of God, God is able to make them what? Stand. It's not our business. We, it's, not, it's not our main focus. So when you go back to that parable, Jesus said in the parable, 
They came to ask. Do you want us to gather? Do you want us to go and do exposés? Do you want us to go and gather them up? Look at the answer the master gave. He said, no. Why? And he gave a reason. Lest while you are gathering up the tears, you also approve the wheat with them. So let them all both grow together until the harvest. And this is what has happened. Those of you that like sharing these stupid, stupid videos, if the person is really of God, he will stand. And if he's not of God, if you are waiting for to see a day, say yes, I can tell you boldly and confidently it will never happen. It will never happen. And it's not because I'm boasting or anything. Based on the word of God and the foundation of the word of God and the boundaries that I live my life within and the grace that God has given me, it will never happen. If it doesn't happen, I would have started doing that almost 20 years ago. Like now I have some little picking abolos somewhere. Yeah. I would have had maybe one in Teaching number two. Yeah. It never happened. And see, and it's not about to, God is able to keep us. And see, so you me crying. You see, that's why I said, by their foot you shall know them. So my banu na be home. By their foot you shall what? No. Banu na be home. You shall know them. It's, it's not. It's not magic. So he says, let them go. So today, many people are ah, and, and they are following. You know, all sorts of strange things. All sorts of strange. Look, if you know the gospel, nobody can tell you that an angel is their God. Are you aware of that? Yes. Because even now, there are some people that are preaching and saying certain things that uh, an angel is God and this angel, this, and this angel is their God and, and, it's, and it's becoming very popular. Have you heard that? Yeah. We leave them. But me, from the scriptures, what I know, I know that this is not what the Bible teaches. So I will move towards that. That, that is what the Bible was teaching uh, when, when we were reading in the Hebrews. When we were in the Hebrews, it was saying that God has now chosen to speak to us through the Son, not through any angels. He has, said he has made him mightier than any angel. So don't let anybody come and say, Angel Kuchu Kuchu, Angel, kuchu, kuchu, angel kuchu, Macha Macha, okay. Angel whatever, Angel, uh, what are some of their names? Whatever they are calling them. That, no, these angels are now much mightier than Jesus Christ. This is why I'm teaching about Jesus. Amen? Amen. This is why I'm teaching about this. So when you get to know, you weigh it by the word of God and make an intelligent decision. Are you hearing me? Yes. Don't be confused. When somebody says I'm confused, it's because lack of knowledge. Say, For lack of knowledge, my people pray. If you have the information, straight away, you can discern with the word of God. This is, this is not from God. But I'll leave you to your own. But me, you can't deceive me. And you can't pull me into that. And leave it. Let them all grow together. And his alliance is all to grow. And it's all growing together. 
Mm-hmm. So that's the principle. Gamaliel's principle. That's the principle. So be, don't be too quick. Amen? Amen. And Gamaliel said this because some people were false prophets in Jesus' day, Theodas and Judas. But Jesus Christ, after his death, he, his, his scepter is still going on. Yes, Let me give you one more and then we'll close. And this one is in Jeremiah 31 verse 15. One more prophecy. We have a lot, so we'll take them. Jeremiah 31 verse 15. He said that a massacre of children will happen at the Messiah's birth. Now, can Jesus go and arrange for this? Can it be a coincidence? No. Now, this is a prophecy. Read it. That says the Lord, uh-huh. a voice was heard in Ramah, lamentation uh-huh. and bitter weeping. Uh-huh. Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted for her children because they are no more. Because they are no more. So this is prophet Jeremiah prophesying thousands of years Jeremiah, before Jesus. come. So, the Messiah must fulfill this that at his bed, when he's still a baby and a child, this prophecy must come. Did Jesus arrange this himself? Because he was a baby when it was being fulfilled. Did he arrange it himself? But he fulfilled it. So, this Jesus, whom God has made what? Both what? Lord and Messiah. He is indeed the Lord and Messiah. We are not lost. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not lost. We, 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 we are on the right track. We are serving the right Jesus. We are not expecting any other Jesus to come again. No savior. No other savior. Except this Jesus. Now let's look at the fulfillment of this and then Matthew 2 verse 16 and 18. Then Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was essentially hungry and he sent forth and put to death what? All the male children who were in what? Bethlehem. Bethlehem. And in all is this, he said from two years old and under according to the time which he had determined from what? The The wise wise men. Let's read this bit. Let us all read this bit. Go. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah. The prophet said, uh-huh. the voice was heard in Ramah. So, you see that scripture that I'm telling you? Do you see that it was in relation to the Messiah? So, then was fulfilled the prophecy spoken by Jeremiah. Hundreds of years before Jesus came. So, how can one person fulfill all these things? It cannot be a coincidence. We, 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 this, is, this is God. This is Jesus, the Messiah that was promised. A voice heard in Ramah, lamentation, weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Jesus couldn't have arranged for Herod to have a meeting. He was a baby anyway. He couldn't have gone to go and arrange for Herod to kill all the children. I mean, killing, killing is not a light thing. So, it's not something that was arranged. Jesus 
of Nazareth. Nazareth is a real Messiah. He is a real Messiah that the world has been looking for. He is the savior of this world. He is the one we are serving. See, we are going to study this until we come to where he says he has obtained an excellent name. And you understand the name of Jesus. Why every knee bows. Why every tongue confesses. Because all these things he fulfilled all of them. He did what? He fulfilled all of them. So he then, he then, he just didn't become Jesus whom now when we mention his name on every knee bows. He had to fulfill all criteria, all promises, all all prophecies, even including this one. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you been blessed? Yes. Be on your feet and let's pray. Pray. Commit yourself into God's hands. You are learning about the Lord Jesus Christ. It cannot be a coincidence. It is not a statistic, statistical improbability, no. So lift up your voice now. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus, we give you all the glory, oh Lord. We give you all the glory, Lord. Thank you. Acts 2 36 says, Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him, God has made him both Lord and Christ. This Jesus. Yes, Lord. This Jesus. Yes, Lord. This Jesus. Yes, Lord. There might be other Jesus. Yes, but this Jesus yes, who fulfilled all these prophecies. Yes, God made him both yes, Lord yes, and Christ. Yes, Thank him. Lift up your voice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank we thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.